Hey babies, it's Capri. And Ashley. And we're your very queer hosts to a little queer podcast. Being queer can be weird, and we're here to be your guide through the world of gay. The real gay agenda. And give you 30 minutes to an hour of queer joy, advice. Or us just being loud. Welcome to A A Little Little Queer Queer Podcast. Podcast. Welcome to A Little Queer Podcast, the podcast where you get a girlfriend. (laughs) Or should I say, I'm your host, Capri. I am your other host, Ashley. <laughs> um, and today we're going to be talking about tips for your first queer relationship. Mm-hmm. Because we want you to have one. And we want you to do it well. <laughs> we want you to do it right. We want you to get this done properly, okay? <laughs> we're not messing around here, kids. Get it right. Get it tight. tight. Ooh. Get it overnight. Ooh. Okay, rush shipping, Amazon Prime. Ooh. So. Are you going to give Jeff that space? You're no, going to give Jeff right, that space. Right. I take it back, I take it back, I take it back. I no, it's it back. too late. <sighs> Anyways. So that was our podcast. Thank you, guys. <laughs> uh, Tell me about your first queer relationship. How was that? It was a hot mess express. Mm, love it. Um, I was 16, 17. Wow. I was, you know, I was definitely in high school. I, it was like the summer. It began the summer after junior year, I want to say, and continued on through like early college. Okay. Um, and it was very classic. I think I've talked about it before, but very classic, like teenage relationship on again, off again. We were together for like three years, but yeah, it was just, it was just a mess on top of like us being babies, us navigating queerness. I was, you know, I had been out longer than the person who I was in a relationship with. They, you know, she wasn't out to her family and Got that it. definitely posed its own set of So niches. Yeah. So niches. But yeah, ultimately it was just like too young, too mm-hmm. much too soon. I regret nothing. I think we both learned a lot. I'm grateful that we're both still friends. Love that. But she's lovely. I've met her. I, yeah, that's right. Because Capri and I are physically together. Oh. Pause. Capri and I are physically <laughs> together. <laughs> We've wanted to let you know through the pod. Um, my, uh, my, no, but for serious. My uh, girlfriend and Capri yeah. si- surprised me, sized me. Surprised Ooh, we supersized me. you Whoa. straight up. We've had, we, we've got super sleepover energy. So. Oh, yeah. So yeah. We, we've had a sleepover. This is, recording this on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. The sleepover started on a Friday. Yeah. So we're uh, our third day deep into a slumber party. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if you, if, if you, if you're picking that up, we're putting it down. No, and yeah. This is this is our big gay sleepover, and you're invited. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about gay, being in a gay Dating. relationship. But yeah, so first, queer relationship, definitely a hot mess. Just getting older and also dating more and mm. learning more about myself and getting healthier boundaries and all of the things. Yeah, now, yeah. my current queer relationship, amazing. 10 out of 10. 10 mm, across the board. Love, love it. it. But yeah, first one, hot mess express. Oh, I love it. How old were you? Your first My queer first relation. queer situationship. <laughs> I think I was like in middle school. Okay. Yeah. That's cute. I loved her. Oh. But like as a friend, and then it was like, ooh, more. Ooh, oh. Nope. Um, but yeah, I mean I, I still I told her we were never like put labels on things, but I was texting her recently and I was like, I told I I still describe you as like my first girlfriend. Aww. And she was like, I thought of you as my first girlfriend. Aww. Um I think we both now I publicly identify as bisexual. Um Love that. But yeah, but she was great. I mean, a lot of sneaking around, mm-hmm. a lot of like hooking up and then like that didn't happen. We'll never talk about that. Mm-hmm. And then being like, can you hold my hand? Like, mm-hmm. so it was like, what's going on here? But um, yeah, was short, was sweet, was eye-opening and was so baby. Mm-hmm. Was so much baby. Was yeah. too much baby to understand. Yeah. No, 100%. Yeah. And that's what's nice about going from first queer relationship to where we are presently. Yeah. Because, I mean, whether you are listening to this podcast and maybe your first queer relationship is that baby, you know, high school age, which is totally cool, mm-hmm. or you are 20-something, 30-something and navigating dating in queer spaces for the first time. Yeah. We got you. We got you. Yeah. We're going to figure it out. What is something that you've learned through navigating queer relationships that you wish you knew sooner? Oh, man. So many things. Yeah. Um, I guess the first thing was that like, or uh, the first thing that comes to mind is that like, we don't have queer relationships don't have to look any one way, just like Mm -hmm. hetero Mm -hmm. relationships don't have to look any one way. Our relationships don't have to look any one way. Like we're not 
supposed to be fitting into a mold. If anything, being queer is the antithesis of doing things the traditional way. So you should be more free to like explore and play and figure out what works for you and what doesn't and you and your partner. Um, Because I think, yeah, even being, I've always been more like feminine presenting. And when I was younger, I was like, focused on focused sounds like a weird way to say i don't know but i hyper all of my relationships when i was younger especially were with like other feminine presenting people oh god i gotta go right did you feel a need to be like 2012 zendaya yeah 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 Yeah. and i'm like not i would hate the the idea of like who's the guy in the relationship because the whole point is that there's not one right checkmate straights if you're too the whole point (laughs) not a man here right but still, like, falling into that. Also, like, I was the taller one. And so I'm like, okay. Five so fine. then I need to try to bring on more, like, there has to be more, like, masculine energy and feminine energy. And I'm, like, balancing that no, out. It's yeah. like, no, that's not actually how our relationships yeah, have to look. She wears the high heels. You wear the Adidas. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I wish, I wish that that, I wish I had come to that realization a lot sooner. That's probably that. the biggest one. Yeah. Mm. What about you? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> but that's I, a good I, question for me. I, that I asked. Wow, wow I'm, I'm so, so smart. <laughs> I'm really good at this. Honestly, bodied. What, what it was? Wait, what was the question that what I was? Asked? <laughs> Something that I learned from a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, like what's the biggest thing that you've learned? I think understanding everyone's level of outness mm. is really important because I think I would exist on my level of like. I don't really gotta tell my parents anything. They they know that I'm queer. They they get it. I came out, but like you know, we don't have to put labels on anything, or we can you know still have our sleepovers and like do whatever we're gonna do with sleepovers, sure. or, or not tell anybody. But like I'm still gonna act gay in front of my family, and they're not gonna gonna make a big deal out of it. Whereas other people were like, you cannot hold my hand in front of my parents, and I didn't notice it, or I didn't know that was an issue until it happened, and then it was like, mm. oh. Mm. You hate me now. So I think it was just <laughs> no. I, so I think navigating the, the having a conversation about you know. Where are you in the spectrum of like super in the closet to like me and Ashley? Yeah. <laughs> Where Dude, are you? Having a gay podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's up? What's are you mean? are you in the closet listening to a gay podcast yes. or are you hosting a gay podcast? Um, yeah. So kind of having those conversations, I think, is really beneficial because mm. my girlfriend is super out about certain things and other things. She's like, hey, why don't we just keep this secret? Yeah. You know, why can't this be for this us? Is for us. Exactly. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. The other thing that's coming to mind for me right now, and it, it definitely doesn't just apply to queer relationships, but relationships in general, in terms of like the physical intimacy piece, Ooh. which of course doesn't have to be an aspect of everybody's romantic relationship, right? Because what you enjoy, what you're comfortable with, what your partner's comfortable with varies. Like that's, it's completely individual, but especially like being younger, consuming a lot of uh, media Like, understanding that the communication piece of physical intimacy is so huge. And it it, is supposed to be sexy. It's supposed to be fun. Like, you're not just supposed to, like, spontaneously come together and everything is magical and perfect the first time that you kiss somebody, more than kiss somebody, whatever. Like, like you should be able to talk about the things that you Like, and don't like. Exactly. And what feels good and what doesn't feel good. right. What's a yes? What's a no? What's a maybe? Mm-hmm. Like, you're not just... Just because you like somebody who likes you and you guys are both attracted to each other doesn't mean that you're magically going to have, like, perfect physical chemistry. And that's okay. Like, you... Communication is part of building physical intimacy. Yeah. I guess is the point. I yeah. love that. Because I think I was also someone who growing up would be like... Even with, like, opposite gender relationship or other gender relationships being like, well, if the physical chemistry isn't immediately there, like, I'm not interested. Right. But it's like... Give it a minyat. Like, right. chill. A minyat is... <laughs> Can you just give it a minyat? Uh, they don't know your body. You don't know their body. Right. Why, why are we assuming yeah. that, like... No, but that's it's so Hollywood. That's such a Hollywood idea yes. of, like, what being in a relationship looks like. Like, yeah. the first touch and you're like, ah. It's like the chills in mm-hmm. the spine that, and the drawn stars above you. Yeah. Hmm? Crazy, sexy, cool. Yeah. yeah and it, and in reality, it's like the, the cuter, more beautiful things are exactly the opposite. Like, Can I touch you there? Right? Is that okay? Lauren, oh. Lauren, my present girlfriend and I, we've been together friend for... Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Over four years now. Mm-hmm. And our first kiss, she still does not remember. 
Like, she's like, I blacked out. Honestly, like, it, it ha- I remember it, but she does not was remember it. Was it good? How was it? I, it was very cute. Oh. I, I thought it was very Tell cute. Tell me everything. It was very sweet. It was not... So, here's the thing. I'm not smooth. I definitely used to think she was a lot smoother. I thought she was relatively smooth. Um, but Lilo? we had, like, gone back to... Yeah. Oh. Back in the day. You know? I like, I who left, else? Wait, wait. <laughs> no, the other one. Lo? Wait. I think I was just confused. Person? So, I was yeah. like... Yeah, her. Hello? <laughs> um, we had like gotten back to her house and I made up a reason to like get out of the car because I didn't want to like kiss her in the car. I Why? Needed to, I needed to be like a standing, I wanted to be like, you know, you guys put your body I'm gonna, in. I want to get my legs into this. <laughs> Gotta, you can't do this on the hip rotation. There's no hips in this. Can't be a first kiss without oh your God. knees. What are you doing? But I like made or like we made some shit up. Like we both knew that we wanted to kiss, and we had talked about it before, Ooh. which is the other Ooh. thing. Like she, we had hung out a couple times, and it was that whole thing where like she had said that like she wanted to kiss me, and I was like, I don't want to kiss me. Like I wanted to kiss you. So we both knew that like the kiss was gonna we happen. Would die. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. there will be kisses. Yes, yeah, we just had to make up a reason to to set up said kiss. So. I just I just imagine you both being like, oh my leg fell, my leg fell asleep. I'm gonna stand up. That's. Whew, I can't find you know that's how my shoe real quick. That's exactly how were you there, actually? <laughs> so I, I was the car, yeah. But no, but it was like I can't remember made up something about like doing showing a dance move, which now sounds really lame, actually. But <laughs> hey baby, I know things are getting really intimate, but let you me let me show you this TikTok move really thing. Actually, can we kickball change outside? <laughs> <laughs> Pause. I need to tell you all something. No, you don't. You don't know how. Okay, go ahead. Okay, because you know I wouldn't. <laughs> no, if you did. no, it's okay. So there is this dance. Ashley showed me this video of her. Because we're real friends As now. a sixth grader in a talent show when she was a part of uh, the Jackson 5, that essentially. Was Jackie Jackson, if she was Jackie. was wondering. Jackie. Was Jackie. And she had a sparkly. <laughs> I did have a, a, a sparkly. What is it? The. The little necktie? Yeah. I'm a little, trying to think. It's like a like, little bandana thing. Scooby-Doo, Freddy. Yes, his, the thing. An ascot. An ascot. An yes. ascot. It was sparkly and red, and there was a dance <laughs> move that they were doing. And I don't remember what song it was from the Jackson 5. It was the, it was the, the Love the, You Save. What? Stop. Oh, yeah. I don't remember the... <laughs> go off. That <laughs> was fucking good. Um, there's a moment where the dance is a kickball change and then, like, a neck jutting out thing. Mm-mm. And at me and Lo were watching this in tears because Ashley wound her neck back. Little sixth grade Ashley. First of all, she was eating. I she was, was hitting it. You were dining. I was really committed. You were. You were I, honestly I was dining. You were so good. Thank you. You were Michelin star. You were five. Yeah, five out of five. That means a lot. To it me. was so good. Thanks. It was so good. But she wound her neck back and then like shut <laughs> it out. And Lo was going kickball chain. Bop bop. <laughs> The bop bop being her neck and jutting out. Yes, I was bop bopping. Oh my god, it was so it was so funny to watch. I wish I don't know if we'll ever be able to, but part of me is like, I wish we could put that in stories so they could see. Maybe maybe I will play because it, it was a DVD that we watched. Oh. So maybe I will like record it and like post it on post it on Instagram. It was the funny. If y'all want to see it, just comment. It was one of the funniest things. And maybe I will post it. <laughs> It was just so good. It was so good, and you were so committed, and your neck stood out so far. Like, I've Mm, never seen anyone do that. It was giving giraffe. I appreciate that. No, it was. No, okay. Giraffe (laughs) realness. Giraffe, Julia giraffe. Where did that giraffe study? That giraffe is so limber. Um... (laughs) But yeah, so any any kickball changes will send me on a on a spiral laughing because that is just the funniest thing I've, ever, I've seen in You're such a long time. Welcome, my birthday gift to you. Oh, thank you. So what a gift. Any hoodle. Say all that to say. Any schmoodle doodle. Yeah, just our our first kiss was very cute um, and very like not 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 uh, cleverly orchestrated. But it was very cute, and it's like she like barely remembers because she was so nervous she blacked out. And I love that. And you know what? And we're still together, and we've had many more kisses, mm-hmm. lovely kisses. Who leaned in first for the first kiss? This is not enough detail for. I mean, who? who? She definitely did, hundred percent. Which is also what's so funny about her, like blacked me out. I was like, but I kind of get it because I'm like, okay, you you're hyping yourself up, and you're like, I just gotta like just turn my brain off real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah no, I love like that. gotta be some. It's gotta be like an out of body experience. It's the the my one of I one of my um coaches would say like what because i did the theater school okay i didn't want to say it when i said coach but she was a theater teacher mm-hmm. um, she's incredible though she would say like we have two brains like you have your like your brain that plans mm-hmm. things and your brain that just is in action yeah so she would be like oftentimes like you're in brain two get out of brain two. Oh, i love that so yeah so she was like shutting off brain two we're getting the brain more yeah, yeah. that's interesting so exactly she so low went in for the kiss yes. 
and you were just like, <gasps> I was like, ready it. for it. Yep. I was, but could you I'm imagine you were like, it. whoa, no, but can <laughs> Actually, I, whoa, whoa. can I please show you this dance? <laughs> like, <laughs> I really, really want to keep ball change. Like robot. Now it's just the image of you just trying to teach you the right, Jackson Five else. dance. I, I, I don't know what I've done to myself. No, that would get me though. That yeah. would be like, no, wait, the dance. <laughs> That's why me and Angel's first kiss was like technically our first in person date because and we, had, yeah, because yeah. we were just had Facetimed and and Google Hangout dated Ooh. until then. But um, Angel pulled it, and I still think this is the slickest move ever, and I will use it for all of eternity because she did it so good. She goes, um, what would she say? She looked at me, and we got Kai went, can I kiss you right now? I love it. Uh, and here's I a, love a direct ask. I know. Angel was like, I asked for your consent, okay, and that's what was hot. Uh, yeah, tea, no, tea, seriously. Tea. But also just the confidence to be able to not be like, oh, I'm just going to, oop, and now we're kissing, but just like pause. Can I kiss you right now? Yeah. She has also since told me that she's used on other girls before. Um, like, ugh, I want to kiss you right now. Like, I want to kiss you so bad right now. Time, time. Okay, and Angel with the Riz. No, literally Riz Master Angel. I mean, that's I the thing. Mean, listen, listen, takes two. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa. True, I love when this scatting comes out. It's my favorite part of every episode. <laughs> no, it's, I just, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I, it's like, I, I want to talk, but I don't have words. So I'll just make sounds. Um, but I think there is something in that of like the thing of like, we have the expectation of like, no, I want to, I want to come off as like, I don't need to add, like, I don't need to worry about it. Like, you right. know, come up, but like really the asking of like that, oh, like, honestly, you make me really nervous. Like, I just, I really want to kiss you right now, but I'm mm. so nervous. If someone said that to me mm. and I was already feeling them. I'm in it. I'm all about it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's cute. That's really cute. It's so cute. Yeah. Communication is sexy. Communication is sexy. It's cute. I love it. Yeah. And it builds intimacy, which is the point of being in relationships with people. Relationships of any kind, but especially yeah. romantic relationships. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to out? Because also, like, if the answer is no, like, I'd rather hear it than have someone, like, dodge me. Oh, if I got dodged, if someone, like, treated me like I was, like, a fly coming around their face and they're like, hoo, hoo, I, would, mm. I would cry. Yeah. No, that's true. That would not make me water. No. <laughs> it wouldn't. Tyler, that would not work on me. Mm-mm. Could not tap tap. Could not There's tap. no tap tap. There's no <laughs> We're tap, t- talking about dances. This is like big sleepover move. We're trying to figure out the dance to water. And our friend Maya was like, tap tap. Like you have to stomp you your feet. Your and now she was like, like thumper? <laughs> like you just, just slam your foot on the floor. I, but... got, I don't have a lot of jiggles, so it is what it is. Yeah. But... I feel like you got... We're in jeans. You can't tell. Yeah, that's fair. Denim jail. That's fair. How can you tell? Can't get it. Nothing can jiggle here. My money. Do you remember that? Take my money. Don't jiggle, jiggle. Yeah. It folds. How is? Wow. What is that guy doing? That's a good one. Great. That was a great song. Cheers, Something friend. sitting in my Fiat. You really have to see it. Six foot three in a hatchback. You're eating no, this slack. stuff right now. <laughs> Luckily, the seats go back. These are the things that I bring to my podcast. And it would be nothing without you. Without these, these moments. Without me being... Without you... Scatting? Yes. No. We honestly scat forever. Skip it a beep bop. But that's a wild thing, though, is that if you probably find all the compilations of me scatting, it's never anything more than, like, different variations of skip it a beep bop. That's all you need. Which is scat. Yeah. <laughs> What's the basics? Mello. Absolutely. Taking it over school. Um... Speak. I, uh, Speak on back. it. Mm, can't scat. Sorry. I know. I, I want you to try. Give it one. One day. Uh, you know what? It'll be a surprise when it happens. Uh, I can't do it right now. I'll cry. Because of pressure. But uh, like when you least expect it. Will it be in this I will, episode? It, I don't know. I don't think it'll be in this episode. Uh, I'm too. No. Nah. No. Nah, it wouldn't be a good one. We've just started scatting right now. But, like, it won't be in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, bow, bow. <laughs> no, I'm trying to work with your amazing, your 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 wonderful question about things that I've learned since my first queer relationship, and I think, especially with the first, and I I I feel like this could be true of all relationships too, but like being in love and like, <clears throat> sorry, puberty, <laughs> any kind of actually just, just went through puberty. I, right I now. did actually on um, camera. Yeah. Uh, but any kind of crushing on somebody, it's so fun. It should be fun. Yeah. First of all, it should be fun. It should feel good. Listen. Um, first and foremost. But when it is good, like, you just want to be fully immersed in it. And especially, I feel like, as queer people, 
even more so as sapphic people mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, when you're really vibing with somebody and that is what, you know, breeds the U-Haul situation, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. you know, giving all of your time and energy to something. And it's so exciting and beautiful to like want to do that. But there is also beauty in like finding the happy medium between completely losing yourself in something and like pacing yourself. Pacing you know? is so much better. Because I hate to be the person. I remember I was like, I, I like fell head over heels with this person in high school and it ended like really fast, but it was like really intense, really fast. And my mom was like, the candle that burns the, with relationships, the mm -hmm. candles, the candle that burns the brightest. No, the candle that you got it. lights the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Something about, listen, the candle that burns like the hardest also burns twice as fast. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. No, I get, I get what you're trying to say. You know, I also cannot help you with the phrase right now. Because listen, sleep over brain. I don't when know you, what to tell when you. you shoot with a dupe in the gut gut. Um, Ooh, new scat. See? see? Listen. See? Remix. Okay, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> don't remix. Um, no, but like, like I and I I don't like to say that because like, I'll always be like, if you shine bright. No, you shine no. bright. Don't worry about your candle burning. You're going to be fine. You're going to last yes. forever. Yeah, I think with relationships, you know, diving into things super, super fast and going super hard in the paint really, mm -hmm. really fast. That affects the longevity of relationships. Absolutely. Absolutely. So maybe just like take it slow. And I know it's not seen as sexy. It's not seen as like fun to take it slow to like relax. Right. But I think genuinely taking it slow, at least as slow as you can, at least a little bit slower than you're wanting to take it right. is better yeah. than going full steam ahead, you know, foot hitting the pedal. Yeah. And trusting that like if this is something that's meant to last, it will. Like you're it's not of. like you're trying to like catch lightning in a bottle mm -hmm. when you're wanting to be with somebody for you know, a long period of time, whatever period of time that you have with them. Like you don't, everything doesn't have to happen right now. You don't have to be in love in a week. Like you don't need to move in next month. If, mm. if that does happen for you organically and it works out, cool. But also like, it's okay to take your time. It's okay to take your time. In fact, it's encouraged to take your time. Yeah, there's so much. You have so much time. Yeah. Especially if it's someone you want to be with for a long time. You got a lot of that. Mm -hmm. So just breathe. Literally breathe through yes. it. Don't try to be like, okay, first kiss, and then first time doing this, and first time doing this, and month anniversary, and just like chill. Just give it a second. Yeah. Enjoy your time being with this person and be present with this person versus like trying to plan or rush or push or anything. Just be. Just be, baby. Absolutely. Just be. Yeah. And in the same vein of like in how easy it can be to become, you know, entirely immersed in something. Yay. New relationships. Yay. New partner. Yay. New girlfriend. All of the things. But don't neglect your other relationships. Yeah. At the same time. We all know the person who when they got a boyfriend or when mm. they got a girlfriend, stopped talking to mm -hmm. you. Or like you're significantly less important when they have a partner. Mm -hmm. Don't be that person. Right. Do you, do you think kindly of that person? Mm -hmm. Do you think they're, they're a good friend? Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. Don't, you know, try your hardest to still maintain relationships and also like still take care of your work. Take care of your school. Yes. I'm rereading Twilight. Okay. <laughs> I'm rereading Twilight. Woof. The way that Bella neglected all of her friends when mm -hmm. Eddie Boy came along and also her schoolwork when Eddie Boy came along and mm -hmm. she was like, I don't know. I might not even be able to graduate. What? No. You what? No. Uh, don't want to be Troy Bolton, but get your head in the game, kid. No, no. Please. Please, be Troy Bolton, actually. Please yes. honestly. <laughs> I don't know his words. <laughs> I love the melody though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't make me be Troy Bolton. Yeah. Uh, Siri, play play Troy Bolton. No. Um, but it's true. Yeah. The maintain maintain your life an ideal relationship in my opinion take this a grain of salt is a relationship that folds that you fold into both of your lives together mm -hmm. not where you fold into their life or they fold into your life you yes. don't want that you don't want like and now my accessory right you are you want to oh what a good like converging of our lives yes where we make time for that yes and also if you like fully dedicate yourself to one person and then that doesn't work out at the end you're you have to like almost like start from scratch mm -hmm. you have to redial people up and yeah. they're gonna have the feeling of being like oh you messaged me legit because you and so and so break up like right. it's not about like you missing me right and you just don't want to be that friend you right. don't want to be that friend no and we understand where it can be an easy trap to fall into because mm -hmm. it's kind of the way that we're conditioned a little bit where it's like 
you know, romantic love is the prize. Like the goal is to find your person. Yeah, and then you're done. Yeah, and 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 get married and and two and a half kids. You know, you're nobody until somebody loves you, right? Like, (laughs) (laughs) but it's like all love is equally valid love. And your friends are going to be the ones that are there for you through no no matter what. Which is not to say that your partner won't be. I hope that you have a beautiful... I hope that your first relationship is beautiful and long and healthy. And they become your best friends. Yes, if absolutely. not, If not, you two lasting forever. Yes. But you... It's it's a beautiful thing to be able to say, that, like, my partner's my best friend. And I think that's awesome. But also, like, your partner doesn't have to be your only friend. No, I honestly... Should they, they, they shouldn't be. And, like, I'm going to... Listen, I'm going to... I might... I might be stepping off. Over here, mm. you know, I'm going to go ahead and say that that you, you should have more friends Please. than just your partner. Yeah. It's okay if you and your partner have a special bond. If you're yes. like, this is like one of the closest people in my life. Mm-hmm. It's okay. This is the closest person. You're like, yeah. Me pointing at, oh, oh whoa. Wait, hey, me are, pointing we, at this. are we best friends? Are we uh, buddy? Whoa. This? Whoa. What? Hey. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Deep up. Mm, um, but yes. But yeah, no. Stop looking at Sorry, me. Okay, Libra sun eyes. Uh, let me say, guys, we're three days into the sleepover. Anything is possible. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I. Uh, but for serious, I really want you to invest in your friendships as much as you invest in your relationships. Because I've been in a situation where, you know, I've given everything to a relationship and then it didn't work out and then been like, oh, uh-oh. It got which prospects outside of this. And that's mm-hmm. just like a really sad, rough situation to be in. And I don't want you to, I want you to learn from, learn from Auntie Pakri. Okay. Learn from Pukri. me. Oh yes. yeah. Angel's nieces and nephews. <gasps> I don't, they can't say Capri. So they call me Auntie Pakri. That's my favorite thing ever. Learn from Auntie Pakri. That is so precious. Little, little gay auntie. That's me. Mm. But yeah, just, just maintain your relationships, maintain connections with other people. And also any relationship that asks you to not do that. Red flag. I'm not Red good. Flag. Run away. No, Run away. Please Anybody don't do that. who's trying to isolate you, yeah, no, or become the center of your universe, no. Because relationships are supposed to add to your life, not become your life. Yeah. Right? The number of people that I knew, especially in like early 20s and things, who would, like you were saying, you know, you still need to be, you still need to go to work. You know, you can't be calling out just because you want to hang out with your boo every day because, hey, you still got bills. You still got bills. I get it. Nobody really wants to work. But, like, you got to go get get your coin. You got to check in with your bestie. You know, you got to check in with your family if you have healthy relationships with your family. Call your mom if you call your mom. Yes. Call your grandma if you call your grandma. Yes. Like, and just remember to continue to maintain your relationship with yourself. Yeah. Like, it is so Take a shower. Yeah. Literally shower by yourself. Please. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. But yeah, you need to continue to 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 prioritize you even in the midst of prioritizing somebody else. It's amazing. Yeah. It's so cool. I'm happy for to, you. To to find somebody who like you vibe with and they vibe with you and you're just like, "Oh my gosh, this is my favorite human ever. I just want to spend all my time with them." We know what that feels like and yeah. it's awesome and you should cherish right. it and be so grateful, but also like you can't literally do that. Or you could but you probably shouldn't because you still need to take care of your mental and emotional well-being so that you can also be a better partner to your person. Yeah. Because if you if you become if your lives become completely fused, then you're no longer in a healthy relationship. You're breeding codependency. Yep. And that is a very uh, fine line to have to navigate, especially when you're like, but we're just so in love and I'm just so happy and I'm just, but I just want to be up there, but all the time. I mm-hmm. get it. Especially when you're gay. Yeah. We just, yeah, we just want to be up each other's butts. And you know what? Yeah. Have your time to be up each other's butts, but also like take a day to like sleep by yourself at home. Or, yeah. Yeah. Go hang out with your friends, you know, take some nights off. Just so you know that you are still living a full life. Mm-hmm. Because you deserve that. And so does your partner. And I think it also helps when you're... Because so much relationships and people are like, Oh my God, I should have been out of this relationship like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, it becomes a habit. Mm-hmm. Break the habit. Mm-hmm. Just spend some... And make sure that what you're doing is what you're actually choosing. Not yeah. like you're like, Oh, well, I've been in this for like four years and I've never... I haven't slept alone. <sighs> And forever, I yeah. can't sleep alone. Well, like figure out how to, but that's what you gotta. You have to break the habit. You have to, you know, kind of. No, it. agree. And in terms of like when things are burning really hot in the beginning, and you are all wrapped up in each other and spending every day together and every night together, and then 
I feel like it's really common for couples to, you know, burn hot and heavy in the beginning. And then you do, you know, get a couple years in and then everything does start to feel like a habit. Mm-hmm. And you are, you're like, we're too comfortable together or whatever. And it's like, because you now spend all of your time together or yeah. you were spending all of your time together in the beginning and you don't have time to miss each other. Mm-hmm. When you're spending every day and every night together, you don't, you run, you, at a certain point, you're going to run out of things to say. Like, it's beautiful not only to maintain separate lives and have, you know, your your shared experiences because it's healthy for both of you, of course, but also because when you, you know, spend that time apart, then when you come back together, you get to have more to share. Yeah, missing each other is kind of the key. Have lives outside of your relationship. Yeah. Make your relationship part of your life, not your whole life. Uh, please. Please. Please, 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 please. Please. I think also having healthy expectations. Mm. You, need to have healthy, you need to have expectations if you're going to any relationship. Mm-hmm. If this could be, if it's a monogamous relationship, if it's a non-monogamous relationship, if it's a primary partner, non-primary partner, if you're like hooking up, if you're like, no, I want to marry this person, mm-hmm. like you need to have healthy expectations because how is the other person going to know? Like, how do people know what you want unless you share yes. where you are? Oh, there is nothing that I loathe more in this world than passive aggression. Uh, I cannot, it, it has been the reason why so I, many of my platonic relationships have ended, romantic relationships, you guys, you cannot expect someone else to read your mind. I'd rather you yell at me, honestly, than Please. be passive aggressive. Like, me. don't actually yell. Don't, don't, whoa, don't whoa, do whoa, whoa. But you know First what of all, we mean. lower your voice. Right. Lower it. Right. But you know what we mean. Like... You have to be able, as best as you possibly can, right? Just say how you're because feeling. We've all been in the space where, like, yeah, maybe you're flustered, maybe you're you're just you're just in your feelings, you're upset, and you don't know how to communicate right now. You know, you you aren't able to articulate um, exactly what it is that you're feeling. Then say that you are feeling some feelings, and feelings are you, happening. Yes, and you don't know how to communicate them, but you want to, but you need some time, you need some space. Don't yeah. do the. I cannot tell you how many times if I. You you got two times for me to ask you, you know, what's wrong. And if I get a fine and... Or like nothing, then right. I'm going to believe nothing's wrong. Yeah. I'm going to act that way. I ask you twice. We are adults. And I'm not going to sit and try to beg you to tell me how you're feeling. Like sharing with somebody, even when you're upset, right? Even if it is because I legitimately did something to hurt you or upset you, which of course is never my intention, but that's not the point. Intent doesn't matter. Impact does. Mm-hmm. Right. It is still like you showing love, right? I I think of it as communicating with love. Like, yeah, I might be upset right now, but because I love you, because this is a relationship that I value, I want to share with you. Mm -hmm. I want you to know what's, what's, what's hurting me. Um, and I just like, I want to know what's hurting you. Like if I have done anything, if, if you are in a situation with somebody and you say that you both care, care about each other, then that means that I don't want to harm you. So if I am harming you, I want to know why, right? Because I care about you. And I, and I want to make sure that I'm not doing that again. Just like, you know, the, it, it works the same way both ways. So if you don't want to do that with somebody, then maybe you aren't ready to have a, a functional relationship with them. Yeah, if you're too afraid of confrontation to have a conversation, then you aren't ready to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's not in like, then maybe you should grow up kind of energy. No. That is like, no, genuinely, like maybe you're just not ready to do that. Or yes. you're, because it is, it's a lot of work. It's mm-hmm. a lot of like being able to like have those uncomfortable conversations, not just with yourself, but with another person. So right. it's like, if you don't think you have the mental bandwidth to to do that, then literally don't do it Mm -hmm. because you're just honestly going to put yourself through a really big headache and put the other person you're with through a lot of strife. Like Mm -hmm. you need to be able to communicate your feelings. And if you have trouble communicating your feelings, that's, that, that's going to be a really rough situation for being in a relationship, especially if you're in a queer relationship, especially if you're dealing with people who've had like coming out trauma or like half familial trauma, which a lot of queer people do. Mm -hmm. Like if you can't hold a, hold a conversation while you're uncomfortable or if you don't ha- know how to articulate being like, I got to step out. I got to go to my room. Right. I got to take a nap before we can have a conversation. Then it's just, you're putting yourself in a position for a lot of, um, butting, butting heads and not a lot of coming together. Yes. Yeah. And that's not going to be beneficial for you no, or for your partner. No. Yeah. And as far as conflict goes in general, right? If you're in a relationship with somebody, then you guys should always be on the same team. 
right? That is such a good point. Yeah, that's something me and Angel argue, and sometimes we'll just look at each other argue, and I'll, <laughs> I'll go, same team? And she's like, yeah, same team. Mm-hmm. And then it just helps. Yes. Because when you feel like you're not on the same team with your partner, then you're going to battle right. the end, to the death. Yeah. You, you, you should not be fighting to win. No. Trying to be right ugh, was something I was so concerned with when I was younger. I do not give a flying fuck about giving right. I will be wrong. <gasps> That's what I say too. I'll me. take an L. I'll take an yeah. L of a champ because yeah. I, I I want peace. Peace yes. is my goal. Yeah, peace is the goal. And, and not in terms of compromising your boundaries. No, right or be, being someone's doormat. Don't do that. Don't do no. that. If know what your your hard yeses and your hard nos are. Yeah, but right? like if I left something out of the fridge. Yes. And, like, Angels or anybody is, like, really upset that I left something out of the fridge. I'm going to be like, yeah, you know, I'm sorry. Versus being like, well, I didn't know it was supposed to go in the fridge. And just, just uh, right. you, le- you left something out of the fridge. Yeah. And and understanding that being two people in a relationship means that, like, we're going to value different things in different ways. So, of course, coming from the understanding that hopefully, <laughs> not hopefully, you, if you are in a relationship with somebody... Uh, you should never be intentionally trying to harm someone. No. And if your partner is intentionally trying to harm you or you are intentionally trying to harm them, if you're doing tit for tat stuff, walk away. Walk away. The tit for tat stuff, yeah. that can be, and that's also, so Ooh. I used to be, I used to really be into like, um, like the play fighting. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like, you're so stupid, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes I'm still like, sometimes it still get me a little bit. <laughs> but I realized that doesn't translate for me into healthy communication at mm-hmm. all. That translates into actual fighting for me. Mm. I can't be someone who's like, you're so stupid, like, whatever, da, 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 shut up. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then into like, hey, babe, what's going on? Like, I can't mm. do that. So I was someone who was like, okay, maybe I get like one of those. Mm-hmm. And then that's all I can do. Because yeah. like that doesn't, for me, navigate. Because then it becomes like a, well, no, you did this. Oh, well, look what you did. Ha <laughs> ha. No, well, okay, look what you did. And then, and then and the confrontation style then all communication becomes tit for tat. Yeah. And that, again, takes us away from the same team. You're right. on the same team. Yeah, exactly. You're on opposing and, forces. And so, yeah, so if we're saying, you know, <laughs> if you're in a relationship with somebody, you're, you shouldn't intentionally be trying to harm each other. Now, recognizing that doesn't mean that you're not going to harm each other. No, you will. You, yeah, you're, you're going to... You're going to, you're close you're quarters. hurt somebody's feelings, right? You're going to have misunderstandings. You're going to butt heads. Mm-hmm. But if you come back... To that same understanding that I know I am not trying to hurt them and they are not trying to hurt me and we are on the same team. If 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 you can come from that understanding, then you should be able to effectively communicate to, through anything. Yeah, just remind yourself that. Like yeah. uh, another thing that I like to say is like no weapons. Mm, yes. Like especially during arguments, I'll put both my hands up and go no weapons, mm-hmm. no weapons. Like I have no. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to catch you in something. Yeah. You know. I'm just trying to figure out what where we went wrong yeah. and where we can find the peace again. No yeah. weapons. I'm not trying to hurt you. Because a lot of times in our intimate relationships, you know, whether they've been with our parents, whether they've been with siblings, close friends, it is, you know, we're, we're taught initially, I don't know, I guess depending on how you're raised, but I know I initially wanted to be the winner. Mm-hmm, I wanted yeah. to be the person who gets the last thing in a fight. Or I want to make the other person be like, you're right. And that's not necessarily the way I want to navigate relationships anymore. So I'm like, right. no, no weapons because... I'm not trying to fight you to win. I'm just trying to – I think if it, we're not fighting to win anymore. We're like two people and we're in a very crowded room and it's dark and we're playing Marco Polo. Like I'm just trying to I find – I'm trying to find you. Yeah. Why did that hit me? <laughs> it hit me right here. That made me water. Right my, from the eyes. From the eyes. Kickball change. From my eyes. Nice. I just wanted to specify. But Capri and I were talking a lot about, you know, uh, communicating and dealing with conflict and what is so huge mm-hmm. that I wish I knew during my first gay relationship is that every relationship, no matter how good it is, oh. requires effort. Oh. It's going to take effort. It's going to take some work, mm-hmm. right? And it's it's not just going to be like daisies yeah right sunshine roses but that's not saying it we're not saying that the we, we've been the hell and back thing no that, that oh, should, that should oh not my be god in your relationship you my boyfriend aka back. the biggest pain in my ass yeah don't do that no don't do that that's not normal no but yeah you're gonna have days when you butt heads you are going to have to um find ways to be extra patient with yourself sometimes extra patient with your partner because you are two different people Mm -hmm. with two different set of life experiences, different sets of trauma, all the things, right? 
coming together to try to, you know, build something new, which is beautiful. But sometimes there's going to be resistance. Sometimes there's going to be friction. There's going to growth is uncomfortable, right? It's uncomfortable. And that's okay. It's beautiful. It can be frustrating sometimes. I know I'd be exhausted. I, my friends and I joke all the time that like, man, it must be nice to like not be self-aware because (laughs) being a self-aware person is exhausting sometimes. Like I have to keep myself in check and I'm proud that I'm able to keep myself in check because I do get to show up as a better me, as a better friend, as a better girlfriend. Right. But it requires effort. It does require a lot of effort. And that's okay. That's okay. Because uh, uh, back to the whole like media consumption, the way that we're conditioned to perceive relationships, like you're not just gonna, I met my soulmate and then the rest of our life was perfect and we never had a disagreement ever. Yeah. I think that the uh, social media, oh yes, media in general has taught us that like once you find your person, it's so easy. Mm -hmm. It's easyville right after you meet them. Right. It's not. And maybe it's easyville for like two weeks because you just want to suck face all the time or like hold hands. Yeah. But it's, it is a honeymoon phase. Yes. You know, it's gonna, it's gonna not not be a thing forever so you have to figure out like you know am i willing to put in the effort to grow and change to be the kind of person that this specific relationship wants and needs or do i need to find someone who maybe doesn't need this require of effort or maybe i just don't want to be in a relationship right. like you got to figure out because it is work like all relationships are work yes but yeah. is it is it is it work you want to do or not yes is the work worth it yes 100 percent. and that's okay it's okay it's okay it's so good oh the expectation piece is huge because relationships, especially queer relationships, we kind of talked about it earlier, but it's like, we are in a really cool position. I want straight people to be in this position too. I genuinely do want it for them. We're like, free yourselves from the shackles of what you've been told that your yeah. lives have to look like. Oop. You know, you don't have to check things off a list. It's not like you graduate and then you get married and then you have two babies and then you live in you live in this house and you work for X amount of years and then you retire and you have grandkids and whatever. No, like you get to do whatever the no, fuck you, can you want. Cut, you can DIY that experience. Yeah, but we really get to do that. Yeah. And that's very cool. Because we're already like, well, we're not doing that right. So. Yes. So something else can change, I guess. Yes. And all that actually matters is what you're cool with, what makes you happy, what makes you feel comfortable, and what is, 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 is true for your partner or partners, you know? Like, if you guys have negotiated the, the the boundaries of your relationship and that's what you're comfortable with, it like fuck what anybody else says. Doesn't matter when. Yeah, it doesn't matter what the goal is for anybody else. Mm-mm. Nope. You, but you have to be able to communicate those things, right? Mm-hmm. And don't fool yourself into thinking it is okay if you if what you want in a relationship changes. If you if what you thought you wanted in the beginning is no longer what you want. Or if the things that you were comfortable with, you're no longer comfortable with. Hello. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. You're not required to be the same exact person that you were when you entered your relationship as your relationship progresses, Mm. right? Because you're not just wanting to grow together, but you're also growing individually. Yeah. Hopefully you are, right? Yeah. No, it's good. I, I, I love the growth. I love the journey. Yeah. And I mean... I don't know. I think especially the queer relationships, we can go in with like, I guess, trauma and also a lot of expectation. But I think something that can be freeing in relationships is just allowing them to be what they are. Mm-hmm. And just the, the idea of presence is really helpful for me. I think for, I mean, everything, like you want to be present, in everything you do, but especially with the person you're with, because you want to be able to see how they feel about certain things and, and, and not try to calculate everything. Sometimes my, my Scorpio brain is like, okay, what is the most strategic way to make this relationship work? (laughs) But it's also like you, a wild concept. There are more parties than just you in this situation. Mm, So being able to be super present with your partner and see like, okay, what is, what is making them tick? What is Mm -hmm. making them happy? What is making them uncomfortable? What are the things, what are the traits that, what are the things that they like to do? Do I like to do those things too? You know, is it okay if, are they okay if I don't do them with them? And just Mm. kind of being like aware of your relationship just helps. You just want to be present. You don't want to be so stuck in the, in the headiness of it. Just allow yourself to be, to be, I don't know. The end. 
Mm. No, just allowing yourself to be. Yeah. Period. Just be in the space. Just be, and yeah, just be in the space. And yes, be aware. Like, of course, be aware of, and you have, if you have some sort of a strategic, like, what's happening here? Like, yeah, let your brain, you know, create strategy or whatever. For what end? I don't know. But just allow yourself to exist with the person you're existing with without expectation. But th- that also can be like the, polyamory in me that's like yeah just let it just let it flow baby let it go but like i think also just we're we're taught so much expectation with partnership mm-hmm. we're taught like like especially seeing those like i'm dating to marry i don't think a lot of people who are listening to this podcast are dating to marry but if you are hello hey, no judgments no judgments Absolutely that not. For you. but yes dating with intentionality but also dating just to what would it be like if you were just allowing yourself to enjoy the presence of another person mm. without expectation Without needing the feeling of ownership, uh, oh, am I trying to get you into my cult? Maybe. I was about but, to say, this feels like without, conversion. Close, close your eyes. You're Whoa. getting so sleepy. What? You're getting so <laughs> sleepy right now. But no, like, and I I, I guess I tr- tr- trouble to find the words because it is something that I still, you know, because I, ha- I have a very um, attachment issue person. Mm. So I can be like, don't leave me. Like, don't go nowhere, please. Mm. But what if you allowed, what if you were okay with the person that you were spending time with to go? Mm. and you didn't need to hold on to their existence you could just hold on to the the not the memory what am i trying to say like it's just good to be around the person you know yeah, the experiences that you share like yeah the experience of them. you don't what if you didn't own the person mm-hmm. i i went in so many different directions sorry sleepover energy i loved it though i, I think i think there was like at least one coherent sentence there no i was following you were? Yeah. The whole way? Yeah. Is it because I'm also... No, I think I think you just... I was about to say, maybe it's because I'm also on Facebook. Maybe because you were like... It's you funny because... tell us. The path, the path that I, I was like, there was a side, there was a sidewalk, right? And then I was like, but if you jump up the bushes and like dig underneath this like thing, and you're like, yeah, no, I can jump up the bushes and dig underneath And everyone else is like, wait, let, let me rewind that because I think Capri <laughs> forgot the... Sorry, the what cheat. the fuck are they talking what? about? What? Where are they? I mean, I mean, <laughs> no. The bottom line is, well, one of the bottom lines, one of the lines at the, towards the end of the paper. If you look down is, at the you paper. Know, turn around. No. Uh, turn around. No. But whether you are. In For a, serious. <laughs> whether you're pursuing monogamy or non-monogamy, whatever it is, right? You get to decide with your partner, what works for you guys. And that is a beautiful thing. But what what should be most important is the communication piece, right? Whether you're monogamous or polyamorous, communication. And, and that takes time. And that's okay. If it's not all sunshine and rainbows all the time, as long as you guys remember that you were on the same team. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. No, it's, it's so exciting. And... I think the point that I was trying to make. You got it. I think it actually does come back to the attachment. And I don't think it's me trying to induct you into my polyamorous life. Um, Do what you want to do. But I think for me, realizing that so much of my relationships have been like, what can I do to get this person to stay? Mm. That's where the strategy is. Mm. Please don't leave me. How can I get you to like me the most so that you don't abandon me in the forest? Like fucking <laughs> Edward did to Bella in New Moon. It all comes back to Twilight. Don't fucking leave me in the forest in a yellow jacket. God damn it. It That's the kid and it died. With, uh. Wow. We jumped. <sighs> Listen. Timelines, actually. It's the same timeline. It's just different places. With it? Yeah. And? It was raining in both places. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just was, I was glaring at actually. It's like, it was raining both places. Whoa. Wait, you can say it it rained on different days? (laughs) That's wild of you to assume that. But... I think a lot of my relationships have been like, what can I do to, to, how can I make myself the most likable for you so that you don't leave me? And I think it also was a younger thing. Like, I think if you're younger in relationships, you're looking at that. But um, what happens if you just allowed yourself to exist with this person and if they left because they didn't enjoy your existence or they didn't enjoy, enjoy the way you were hanging out, what if that was okay? What if being your most authentic self in the relationship and in your life was the priority versus having a partner to do that with. I know sometimes it can be hard, especially if you're entering your first queer relationship, right? Being mm-hmm. like, I want this so bad. Like, I want this to work so bad. I'm not gonna lie, companionship is fucking lit. Like, it's cool. It's amazing to have it, is, it has yes. a partner. Yes, I agree. And, and it's not as lit when you're not your full self. I think Ashley will agree to this, but I think one of the reasons that both of our relationships are super healthy, we're not together. We both have different partners. Yeah. Just clear that up. Please, don't embarrass me. But it's because we both are living our authentic 
truths while with our partners. Yes. We're both living the life that we want to be. We're both existing the way we want to be. And we just happen to have partners that were like, cool, do that. Right. I love that. And that's like a luck of the draw thing. And also, I don't think either of us would have settled for a partner that wouldn't allow us to do that. Not anymore. And listen, babes. For me, it's not because of lack of trying. I was like, I was Plato. I was like, mold me, mold a bitch, make me not into the girl. Build a bitch. <laughs> Listen, and but but I'm saying that because I'm like, I don't want you to do that. But that's what I did because I wanted to be liked so bad mm-hmm. by the people that by the most of them women, like the people that I really wanted to like me. And there were a couple ladies in there too, bisexual. What are you doing, ladies? Well, but they also, but like me molding, trying to fit so aptly into their hands, into their life. Didn't help anybody because, for one, they were like, the version of you that you're making for me is attractive. And also, like, who are you? What are your boundaries? And why are you being so, like, call me, beat me? And I would, like, boom, like I was there, mm-hmm. you know? But I, I think when you have to figure out, first, you got to figure out who you are. First, you got to figure out what you like. And mm-hmm. you have to stick to it. Mm-hmm. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. You can't, you can't, like, change per partner because you want a partner so bad. Right. Because that's not going to work. And also, you're going to get, and let's say best case, you finesse it, okay? You're back and forth. You're chameleon. You're changing so much. We don't know. You know, you're doing your thing. And you're, you've are you turned yourself into the perfect partner for this person. Like, four years in the future, who the fuck are you? Mm. And that was always a situation that I got myself in multiple times. Being like, I don't know, why am I so unhappy? It's because you're not being yourself. Mm. Allow yourself to be yourself, babe. It's honestly better to be yourself and be lonely than to not be yourself and be with somebody. Right. And because you can't you can't have a scarcity mindset when it comes to love and relationships. It'll it'll be like you're afraid of me leaving. I'm leaving. Right. Literally that. You want me to leave? You don't want me to leave? Bye. Literally that. Yeah. Like what is the worst case scenario if somebody does leave? Then you you are taking better care of yourself, right? And you are letting the universe know that you are prioritizing things that align with you and align with who you are and people who align with you and opening yourself up to that. Like the more that you are forcing yourself to stay with the person or with the people who you cannot be yourself with, Mm -hmm. the longer that you are preventing yourself from being with the person who you can be your best self with. Repeat it for the people. (laughs) Repeat it right now for the people in the back. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. Like, it is so easy, and we have all been in that place, unfortunately, Ugh. when you're with the person who were pre- pretty much, you know, begging, bargaining with them to, to love you. I will to, change to everything you. about yes. myself yes. for you to come over right, right now. Because you're like, who else is going to want me like who this person? Want this? Well, if, who's going to want this raggedy yeah, thing? No, who's who's, who's going to make me feel like this person has? Well, uh, babe, well, babe, if you are with this person and you feel like you're not enough and you feel like you're bending over backwards trying to be whatever it is that they want even though it does not at all align with who you actually are yeah then what what are you fighting so hard to For? hold on to what is this yeah i'll listen i'll wait and i promise you i promise you she'll promise you when i feel like we talked about this in the queer breakups episode too but it's Bring true. It back. like i promise you there is not just someone out there, multiple someones. There are seven oh, million people on the planet. There's so many right? people here. You have any men in the I'm having right. love you. <laughs> you have any men in the I love you right. so much. And we obviously believe that's so hard. Like we know that. I'm I'm like I, there's not a shadow of a doubt in my mind. Like that's just a fact. It's a fact. But it doesn't matter how much we believe it if you don't. Mm. Uh, uh. <laughs> that's that's you that's your big me. sibling tough love yeah. for the day. But 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 also because if you center the belief center. that relationships, specifically healthy relationships, are supposed to feel good. good. Oh my god. Oh my god. They're supposed that's, to feel good. That's wild though. But and, and please don't confuse discomfort Mm-mm. from not feeling and from from oh, what is right? that the word? Dis- discomfort and and feeling bad. Right. Discomfort. Yeah, and yeah. pain. Discomfort is like, ooh, this is a stretch. Pain is like, my heart hurt when you said that. Right. Yeah, that that should not be present that in didn't, your relationship. That didn't feel good. Why don't I... I genuinely... I'm sad right now. But I feel like I shouldn't tell anybody that. Right. Mm? Right. You mm. should never be questioning whether or not, like, your partner likes you. 
I don't care. Yeah. I don't oh, care. That's so funny because I've so been there. <laughs> Dude, I'm like, wait, really? I, 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 was, I was just talking about how in my worst relationship, you know, there were so many nights that I would, I mean, this is big sad, but there were so many nights that don't I would like, go to no, bed no, crying, no. <laughs> like just asking this person to be nice to me. Oh, oh I would, I like, literally. Begging this person to be nice to me. And they're just like cold come like ne- just there just 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 there but not like present right and hit it that that should not be a thing like you should never for all of the times right because you're sure you're gonna butt heads right there there are gonna be days when you're a little extra irritable or something they did uh, made you upset whatever short for any of the days that lower and i are like a, a little irritated about something even when like I'm the most fed up or even when I feel like she's like a little fed up with me, I have never questioned whether or not she liked who I was as a person. Agree with my partner. Yes. And especially loved whether or not she loved me. Mm, facts. Like I know that she might need her space or I might need my space. Like I don't want to talk to you right now, but I know I love you and, and you know that I like you. Right. And if you do not feel that without a shadow of a doubt, get out, get out. Right because now. in the good relationships, you will. And if, and if that's what your relationship feels like, I'm so happy for you because it's what everybody deserves, right? Because it's supposed to feel good. The good should always outweigh the bad by miles. Yeah, like It a shouldn't lot. be close. It shouldn't no. even be a little bit close, love. Not even a little bit. No. Not even a wee bit, no. 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 It should be miles and miles and miles, but... Miles. Mo- I turned into a pirate. Kilometers. <laughs> It should be... Ki- ki- no, they say kilometers. Ki- kilometers. Kilometer. No, sure. kilometer. Kilometers. Uh, you know what? British people le- weigh in. <laughs> I just say it. Hey, Brits are the, in it. Brits are the podcast. They're like, actually... Is it Tuesday? Is appropriation. And you guys should No, they're like, I'm right trying to podcast. Mm, I'm just saying... Sorry for offending. You should make sure your partner loves you the way you are mm-hmm. and not abusing you. Oh, that's true. Nope. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But no, like, you shouldn't have to question if you're partner like... And you listen, listen though, hey, come here. You might be a little... A, a situation where I was in where you're, you know, feeling a little like, well, why would you even like me? You know, not like they're mean to you and you're like, you don't like me. Mm-hmm. But like, why would you even like me? Mm-hmm. Those are different things. And if you're like, I don't even know why you would like me, then that's different from being like... I don't think you do like me. Yes. I don't think you do like me. Is like, are you stonewalling me? Oh, fuck, not stonewalling. Are you gray rocking me? Are you like, um, are, are you, are you making me, are you, are, are you showing up with nice makeup on a date and you going, you look different? Like, mm. what's the vibe? Because you shouldn't have to question if someone actually enjoys your presence if you're like in a relationship with them. And if you're generally questioning that, maybe like ask. Yeah. And if they're like, are you serious? Then like, get that. That's not, a, yeah. get out. Literally run. Yeah. Sprint. Put your Crocs into sport mode. Get out of there. Got serious. Yeah, no, actually. Got real Sport serious. mode. They yeah. should already be in sport mode. True. You shouldn't have your Crocs not in sport mode because what if you got to be quick? Blast. What if you got a blast? I mean... No, these are the real questions that Little Girl hey. Podcast asks. What if you got a blast? I just think that you should never question your wantedness in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should always be with people who make you feel as wanted as you want to feel wanted. And also, you should they should feel wanted too yes and if there's a if there's like a lack in that want then be like hey i'm not feeling really wanted right now and your partner should be like okay cool what can i do to make you feel more wanted but if they're like Ugh, or if they you ask them that and they're like Ugh, or you're like Ugh, then there's something there's some disconnect that you need to work on mm. and i think that then you should work on that yeah and that's okay and we that's love okay. we love communication listen work on it right and also decided it was worth working on oops i got in a relationship where at the end of the relationship uh, my partner was like we should do couples therapy and then i was like no we should end the relationship okay. and that yeah and that was a situation where like you kind of have to figure out like is it worth the work do you want to do the work it's mm. like when you when you come out it's like i want to come out of a certain person but i know they're gonna ask a lot of questions and i know i might have to teach them a few things do you want to do that mm. because you could just not honestly yeah. and no one will judge you for being like mm, i give up actually this isn't worth the work for me mm. Doesn't make you a bad person. Just mm-hmm. meant that that person that you're with 
may not have been the one that you're willing to do the extra mile for. And don't take that as a judge in your character because you're going to meet someone that you want to go the extra mile for. Trust right. me, you will if you haven't already. Right. <laughs> and if you're the person on the other end of that, that's no reflection of you either. It just no, means that they that, weren't the right person that for person you. Wasn't, and that's okay. Yeah, it's not you. The other person just wasn't ready um, right. for you personally. But don't take it personally. They just no. weren't ready for you. But, you know, you're going to find somebody and they're going to find somebody and it's going to be fine. Also, be okay with not being picked sometimes. Yeah. You could be the prettiest daisy. Someone's going to hate daisies. <laughs> That's true. I'm so punchy right now. Yeah. I'm, so <laughs> I'm so like, and you know what? And guess what? Yeah, if you don't get picked, move on. Right. No, no, it's but okay. hopefully. You will get picked. You are in. Yeah. Either you will get picked, you will get to pick, or you have already been picked. And you are just in the midst of your beautiful relationship. Also, can I just, let me just put something out here. Mm-hmm. A, a straight person entering their first relationship may have their first relationship super young. It is not uncommon for queer women to not have their first girlfriend until at least like late twenties. Right. It is Absolutely. so, and I, my heart gets like it's smooshed by how many queer women are like, I don't know, I haven't had a girlfriend yet. And like, maybe it's just never going to happen. No, no. the just system is not made in your favor. Mm-hmm. Age up a little bit. You're going to find other gay people like you. You just yeah. get to figure, it's hard to find them in high school. It's hard to find, but the straights are, the straights are default. They're going to find each other. Right. It is not incredibly uncommon for you not to find another queer person that you find attractive that also finds you attractive that you want to engage in a relationship with until like your mid to late 20s, yeah. I want to say. Absolutely. It's so not it's so not uncommon. Yeah, I I'm Lauren's first girlfriend. Yeah. Not to say that she wasn't like <laughs> and she talks a, about it. A scoop this, is not like, this is not a scoop, but um For me it is yeah, she was like she was like talking Lauren. to and hanging out with, you know, and things. Down, um, but she did Lord. not you know, I was the first person who she found who she wanted to be in a relationship with. Lauren's such a gift. She is. She's the greatest human that I know. So yeah, it's, and you are absolutely right about, yeah, the system is rigged. It is set up. No, it just makes me so sad because there's so many, I know so many sapphics who are like, oh man, like there's something wrong with me. And it's totally not about you. And the fact is like, you just don't see the amount of other queer women who are also saying the same thing. Right. There's a lot of y'all. Yeah. And only me and Ashley usually know because we've, talk to a lot of y'all in the dms mm-hmm. y'all aren't talking to each other because you don't know that each you guys exist but there's a whole bunch yeah you mm-hmm. should talk more in our comments and then you can connect with each other and see you should slide head first in those dms Ooh. maybe you can get into your first career relationship then listen to this podcast again Ooh, then come back and report yeah do 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 please yeah seriously do it please 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 we'd love that yeah i just want you to have happy love lives yes and maybe this episode was a little harsh little i honestly think i got really tired in the middle of it so i was just kind of <laughs> capri was going oh yeah yeah i was going yeah i was kind of going off um maybe it made sense maybe it didn't but i just want you to feel like like you have like a little upper hand in the situation because you can sometimes go into queer love being like i don't know what i'm even doing like there's a barely a handbook for straight relationships queer relationships i'm going in without like a pot to piss in you know right. and i want to give you the pot to piss right. in and 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 also remember that it is supposed to be fun right oh God, don't get a, overwhelmed listen, don't overthink have it have a blast like it's supposed to be fun it's supposed to feel good. And even in the midst of, Battle, you know, the, the discomfort and, and the growth and all of the things, if you are with the the, the right person, right, it's still going to feel good. Even the uncomfortable stuff is still going to feel good at the end of the day. And that's, love. that's a beautiful, wonderful, really exciting thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. We should we should end on a high note. Okay. Live with hope. Ah, it's a high oh, note. Oh. Okay. I see you. Uh, but I mean, really, the most important takeaway of every episode. And I actually was just getting to this. Yeah. Is I mean, that? Can you say it at the same time? Sure. One, two, three. You're, You're so, so hot. hot. Just. Uh, I just love us being cheerleaders. So. So incredibly hot. It's actually, here's the thing. I I didn't even want to do this episode because I'm like, it's great. You're going to get into a relationship. And you're like, not even going to think about I me. Mean, but 
whoever whoever's dating you, whoever's the going luckiest to date you, person. The they luckiest. are so lucky because oh they get to God. look at you. They get to look at your sexy face. Oh my God. And they get to be like, "Whoa, that's my partner." Mm. That's what I look at you, and I'm like, mm. "Oh my God, my skin's a crawl. I'm itching. <laughs> I'm itching for it. Itching in like a sexy way." Yeah, no, like yeah. I'm like a scratch scratch, yeah. you know? <laughs> so, ooh, give me, give me that ointment. Like, that's what I'm thinking. I see you and I'm like, mmm, CeraVe. Like, <laughs> you know what's called CeraVe? I didn't know that. I, I watched a commercial for it yesterday. I was like, they're saying it wrong. <gasps> that's a commercial. They legally Not have to say it right. they're saying it wrong. That's my Scorpio son right. being like, I, that's weird how you're on national television see, pronouncing something incorrectly. This is how we knew it was time for us to go. <laughs> it's time for us to say goodbye. I want to stay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not done. They're too hot. We have to leave. No, you're actually. Them. You're so hot. Yep. Yep. Hey. What up, you guys? You sing? We, uh, what are you Capri's, doing? Capri's done. Capri's done. scooby doo bop we, we love you. If you play that backwards, it'll be my phone number. <laughs> you say bye. I can't. Hello, your boy. No, I'm not going to say bye. I don't want to say goodbye. I'm in love. <laughs> Daddy, I love him. <laughs> Goodbye. We love Not you. like the other humans. We will see you next week. And yeah, we'll Bye see then. you next week. I love you. Ash is going on a trip. I love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to a Little Queer Podcast. And hey, if you want more, DM us on Instagram at LittleQueerPod. Be back here next Thursday for another episode. I already miss you. Leave us a review, but only the good kind for real. For real, for real. And, and subscribe. I love you. Bye. Music by 118. Ooh.